Welcome to Paradox Jukebox. It is Quick Hits with Erin and Katie. Hello. Hello and hi. I'm Erin. Not 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 the host. Not the host. I was waiting. I'm sorry. It, it's just every <laughs> time. I am not your host, Erin McClendon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so I'm trying to add a little variety, okay? It's fine. It's fine. fine. Thank you for the for the spice. I appreciate it. The spice and the the pregnant pause that just happened because you were <laughs> expecting me to say something else. <laughs> Obviously, we don't plan these very very hard, you guys. We have a no. general idea of what's going to happen, and then we just let it happen. It's true. It's true. Hey, that's a pretty cup you got there, Katie. Isn't it though? <gasps> Why don't you tell the people while well, you got the pretty cup if they're watching this? Hey, if you're watching this and you would like to win one of these pretty little cups right here, okay, insulated, super cute, all you got to do is head over to our Instagram, and uh, there's there's 10 different ways, or not 10 different ways, you can get 10 different entries by either uh, liking our Instagram page, subscribing to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, tagging three friends in the comments of that post about the giveaway, and then also you could get five entries if you head on over to Patreon, and a link for our Patreon is in our bio on Instagram. And in the show notes. And in the show notes. So, you're welcome. Here to help you out, friend. Appreciate it. (laughs) Aaron is here to... Keep my head on straight because I don't know how. Well, to be fair, you are also here to keep my head on straight because I, too, do not know how. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. This is why we work well together. That's right. (laughs) There's balance. I don't know why we just went full Yoda, but here we are. Mm. We must have balance in the force. We must. Balance we must. Mm. (sighs) Why does he growl all the time? (sighs) But like baby Yoda just says <laughs> like little little baby grunts. <laughs> or just uh, you know, like cute little baby noises, but meanwhile when it becomes like an old potato, he just sounds like a <gasps> <laughs> if, if old potatoes could actually make sound, that is what they would sound like. <laughs> They'd sound like Yoda. Yes. <laughs> Oh, it's fine. So what are we talking about today, Katie? (laughs) So today we are talking about funny tour stories. Yes, because we wanted to start a series or just like a fun little thingy where we bring people into these mini-sodes slash new name quick hits, rebranding, pew, 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 pew. Uh, just to like share their stories of like funny stories about touring, about playing shows, about recording, just like we all experience weird shit as musicians. Pardon the mm. French, but here we are. Yes. That is that is so. the realest thing ever. There's there oh, there's so many, many good stories. But Aaron, I want you to start first. Okay. I know yours is good. I've never heard yours. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, we try to like talk about what we're gonna talk about without actually talking about it. So we have a real act- reaction. Correct. I told Aaron, I said, I'm not going to actually tell you this story because I want to get your reaction on camera because content. (laughs) Right. Right. So anyway, we're just going to hype up Katie's story while I tell you mine. 
and mine's not really like a tour story. I was playing a show outside at this little teeny tiny like local festival. Um, and we're in this gazebo. And if you've ever played outside, you know that like mother nature just like flips a switch that programs every single element to come after you in one way, form or fashion. Yes. It's just like, it's like the, uh, the, the, that scene in Hercules when all of the Titans like arise from the ocean and just start headed towards Olympus to just like fuck shit up, you know? Yep. You know, kids movie. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. I'm going to get a call about that one. Yeah, you um, are. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm playing this show and it was when I was like, it, it was when I would hire like a six, seven piece band to play with me because I thought like you had to, to be mm. considered a legit artist. You had to have the full band behind you. That's not true. There is an actual episode about that in season two. Go listen to it anyway. <laughs> um, but I'm up there playing and I was playing my song Honolulu Love, which I play on ukulele, right? And all of a sudden this bee just, it, it was a hot day. My God, I think it was August or July in Nashville. Oh. It was hot. Mm. This bee just starts like, just coming at us, just hovering around, seeing what was happening. And then he just like hones in on me. Here's the thing. I'm allergic to bees. Mm. I'm allergic to most all bug bites. Bad things happen. I don't die, but I swell up. Yeah, It's bad. So here's this bee chasing me. I'm playing my ukulele. And because I think I was all of 22 years old, I thought I had to keep going to seem like the professional that I was in that moment and not just like duck. So I was still playing. And then I started running around while playing because the bee started to chase me. <laughs> so here I am playing this really happy tune about Honolulu love. And here's what people could hear because I couldn't also carry the microphone with me. Mind you, the ukulele was plugged in. So we're also dealing with a quarter inch cable dragging behind me. Oh, friend. So people were hearing, I'm falling in Honolulu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying not to die, <laughs> but also continuing the song. And my band is not helping me at all. No, they're laughing because I'm running in circles, trying to get away from a bee, but I'm also attached to the stage. The show must go on. His spoiler alert, guys, show doesn't have to go on. The band can keep <laughs> playing while you get away from the bee. If your life is in jeopardy, duck from the bee. You know, one of my, uh, a good friend of mine came to that show that day and we were laughing about it. He's like, you know, it would have been so badass if you would just turn the ukulele around and smack that bee. And I went, one, thank you for thinking I have that kind of aim. <laughs> Two, I was not sacrificing my ukulele for a bee. No. Because God knows, you know, I would have swung at it and it would have been like a kid at T-ball and it would have gone. Bing! Yeah, absolutely not. So mm. there's that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean to laugh. I just I can picture, you know, 22 year old Aaron running around like 
just like <laughs> but it yeah. also kind of would have it would have been hilarious if you would have just been like oh, boom, you know i didn't want it to get angry and then come back well there's that too because if and then like missed. once upon a time someone told me that like when you kill a bee it releases like these like pheromones are something that like all other bees can smell and they're like my brother is dead and they like come attack you i don't know someone uh. who knows science tell me about that <laughs> <laughs> tell me if that's true or not i'm done i'm a smart person but like someone who knows science tell me that tell me about it Tell me if that's true or not, because I have this irrational fear about killing bees that there's there's going to be like an army that comes to avenge their dead brother. Mm. Wow. I don't, know, guys. I don't know, guys. I'm I hate bees. I know they're good for the environment, but I hate them. Well, I mean, they, they kind of threaten your life, so that's understandable. It's fine. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, OK, so I'm going to give you. A <laughs> so that's my story. Thank you for coming. Give you a quick tidbit of one story, and then I'll tell my actual story that I planned on. Um, okay. There was a gig that Leslie and I did years ago. It was in the blistering hot summer month. I think it was probably August. And we were on an outdoor patio. There was a slight, like, little covering, right? Said covering was swarming with bees. I no. mean... There had to have been a hive because they were everywhere. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And what's weird is we did not really notice it until we got all of our shit set up and started singing. Like, I don't know what had happened and that maybe we just, maybe, okay, so this, uh, now I'm putting this together like five years later. I don't know. Because we were on that little covered stage, we were walking around, tramping around on it, and we probably pissed them off, and they started to just, like, dive bomb us. Oh, my God. I don't know how. Nobody got stung. We were fine. But we got, like, maybe halfway through the first set, and I look at Leslie, and I'm like, I'm about 10 seconds away from literally open, opening my mouth and chomping down on a bee. Like, this isn't okay. We, we got to get off this damn thing. So... At the set break, we tore everything down and we moved to a different part of the patio because we're like, uh-uh, I'm not doing this. I'm not I'm not going to go into anaphylactic shock for you people. Forget it. No. 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 It wasn't worth it. Um, okay. That sounds like my nightmare. Uh, that, yeah, exactly. I, I just kept thinking like, oh my gosh, if if Erin ever had to go through this, I don't know that she would have made it. Like, I wouldn't have. Uh, the first bee that comes on that stage, I'm out. Right. Right. I'm done. I'm gone. When it wasn't like it was a big stage, it was a tiny stage. There was nowhere to run. Nowhere oh to run to <laughs> No, okay. Um, okay, so the story I wanted to tell. <laughs> this just this just happened uh, in October. Okay, so mm-hmm. we were we were playing the end of season closing party for all of the bars in Putin Bay, mm-hmm. and. So they they did like a massive spread and catered it for everybody. It was beautiful, tons of food. Awesome. It was yeah, it was really awesome. It was a cool party. Well, we being the musicians, like we were just focused on setting up and playing and we figured, "Oh, we'll we'll grab some food afterwards." 
girl, when I tell you, four tables, I mean, and long, like eight-foot tables, chock full of food, the only thing that was left was some cheese and some melon. Oh, no. That's it. Just cheese and melon. And oh so God. our drummer, Eric, God love him. So Eric goes over to, to the food tables, and he's, like, looking around. He's just like, all right, well, I guess I'm eating cheese and melon for dinner. Cool. And <laughs> he'd had a couple of drinks, but right. none, of, none of us were, you know, none of us were crazy. Um, and all of a sudden, like, he, he walks over, and he's got a bowl full of melon and cheese. <laughs> and he's just chomping away. And he just looks at Leslie and I, and he goes, guys. I think I figured out the secret to getting through these long-ass gigs with you. Melon. <laughs> and we're like, huh? And Is he, goes, he high? Right. That, I mean, I'm, I was just like, bro, you, you've been a little, you know, what, what are you doing over there? And he's just like, no, man. He goes, I'm eating this melon, and all of a sudden I feel like I could play an entire show. And I'm like, whoa, pump the brakes. No. And he's just like, I'm telling you. So he's just like, here, have some. So Leslie and I start eating the melon. It's water, okay? There's so much water in melon. He was rehydrating himself because he had been <laughs> drinking, okay? But that that is not where this story ends, though, okay? Oh, God. Fast forward into December when we're about to open for Chase McDaniel. And uh, another guy that we looped in to play guitar when he was a child, his parents refused to give him bananas after 5 p.m. He would literally go insane. He would be literally running around their house, like, you know. Because of bananas? Loved bananas, would literally go apeshit over bananas. So much so that they had to tell his babysitter, do not give him bananas after 5 p.m. We will not be able to get him to bed. That's wild. Is that not crazy? So then there's this whole text thread about melons and bananas <laughs> between my bandmates. <laughs> oh, my God. And so now it does not matter what show we go to. There will be melons and bananas ready to go for these crazy dudes. And this, and, and this just goes to show you guys how hard we party, right? It's melons and bananas <laughs> for us. We don't do anything lascivious. We do not do any hardcore drugs. We eat melon and bananas before we play. I have a That's picture. So funny. I have a picture somewhere, and I will, I will splice it into this video. I am literally holding up a bowl of fruit, and each and every one of them is like, with either with either melon or banana and then the tech guys all of the sound engineers were walking past us as they were setting stuff up during sound check and this one dude goes yo is that melon and i'm like yeah dude you want some he goes oh my god can i have some i'm like Aww. i'm like dude it's community melon man come on community melon <laughs> And he's and he's like, you have bananas. I'm like, you can have a banana. Does this man not eat? I don't think anybody feeds him. Oh. I don't know 
what the problem is, but he was so excited. And we had a cooler. It was sitting on the stage, like behind an amp, so nobody could see it. But I was just like, yeah, dude, cooler's up on the stage. Help yourself. And like, I don't know, a half an hour later, I see him again. I'm like, hey, did you get that melon? He goes, oh, crap, I forgot. I'm like, go get it before the show starts. Oh, and my God. <laughs> so, so now we are now going to open for Thomas Mack at the same venue. Aaron, I've decided I'm getting an edible arrangement of nothing but fruit for the entire tech crew. Oh, man. Edible arrangements are great. They're phenomenal. But now now my band is going to have a rap. Like, oh, that's the band that gives us fruit. That's the band that gives us melon. <laughs> <laughs> so I started telling the guys, I'm like, look, if we ever make it big, in the writer, there must be three different kinds of melon and bananas. Three different kinds of, well, that's specific. Honeydew, cantaloupe, watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. We have wow. to have it all. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. I, I like, I used to be like a cantaloupe junkie in college because I had a friend who didn't, uh, she didn't like, she called it orange fruit. And every time I'd be like, it's called cantaloupe. She's like, no, the orange fruit. I was like, no, there's literally a fruit called orange. It's called a cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point she just said it to spite me. And I was like, mm, fine. Yeah. Uh, but every time I go to her dorm, she'd eat the fruit cups that you could get in like the little like snack areas around campus, but she'd leave the orange fruit in the, she'd leave the cantaloupe in it for me. So when I came into her dorm, I could just eat some melon <laughs> it was great yeah like watermelons by far one of my favorite snacks in the summer mm -hmm. it, yeah I believe it I believe it I just can't eat like and this is just a me thing I can't eat a ton before a show right well and that's why that's why I only got like you know a it was like from Kroger you know the little five dollar bowls that you can yeah. get so I got like three of those and a thing of bananas and it was just there so that, like, if somebody needed a quick pick-me-up before the show, they could, mm -hmm. you know, snack on that. And and it was perfect because literally, like, as we all – I swear to God, there is, there, is, there is something to it. We all started to eat it, and we had maybe about 45 minutes before showtime. And every single one of us was just like, yeah, let's do this. I'm ready. I'm pumped. We're going to have an awesome show. So now, it, now it's a tradition in my band. There must be fruit. That makes sense. And I mean, not just there's, me. There's sugar. There's like natural sugars and natural, like, like obviously hydration in all of that. And like, it makes sense. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Melon and bananas. Melon and bananas, man. I don't, I don't know. Well, potassium in the bananas, really good for your muscles, especially if you're a drummer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or avocados if you're like me and you don't eat bananas. That too. Yes. Love an avocado. For those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, the word is avocado. Correct. <laughs> Heard it said incorrectly once. Never, ever said it the correct way ever again. No, because it's fun. It is fun. Yeah. If you watch uh, Holy Moly, you'll understand that reference. Shout out yeah. to Rob Riggle. Correct. Um, I'll have to put this. I'll have to put another screenshot. But now, like I said, there was like a whole text thread. And it's all literally jokes about fruit. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, That's amazing. There was there okay, so Mikey just sent us a thing and it's it's a picture of like some grocery store and it's it's a whole banana rack 
And over the top of it, it says, I want to dance with somebody, like the Whitney Houston song. And then Eric, our drummer, is just like, I want to banance with somebody. That's terrible. <laughs> he isn't even a dad, and he has the best dad jokes. Wow. Mm. Wow. I love my band. They're amazing. That's great. Yes. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait to do more of these with more people. I I can't wait either. I have others that are definitely not as like, you know, I don't know, PG rated. This one was just like a cute, wholesome one, but it's hilarious to us because it, this text thread is never ending. Um, but I mean, there are plenty others. We should bring Leslie on so she can tell her toothless story. I remember that story. She's told it before. <laughs> it's the best story. <laughs> oh my God, no. It's terrifying. <laughs> At one point, Aaron, I swear to God, Leslie and I were literally writing a song that compiled little tidbits of stories about mainly men that were, you know, slightly lewd and off color with us, like through the course of our career as Lucky Penny Sisters. There, there's somebody that we refer to as the seagull because he literally like swooped in and stole my food. Um, there is a dude what? that we name. I know there's a dude that we named Sergeant Pepper because he was literally sitting at the bar, trashed off of his ass, eating a bag of mini sweet peppers. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to sober up. That's all. <laughs> well, it wasn't working for him. He needed no. melon. <laughs> <laughs> See. Hey! <laughs> yeah, it was like uh, we said something about like Sergeant Pepper, you know, tonight it, uh, with your Lonely Hearts Club band, tonight it's just you and your hand. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, I mean, we never finished the song, but God, it's, it's hilarious. I need to find the lyrics. <laughs> I, man, I was far too old to realize the pink song you in your hand tonight was about what it's about. Mm -hmm. It, it, I mean, I, I should have realized the first time I heard it. And then I was singing it one day and my older brother was like, Aaron, stop singing that song. And I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that is it for our first installment of our funny tour stories. Uh, remember, guys, if you want to be a part of the giveaway, go to the show notes, click the link. It'll take you straight over to Instagram so that you can participate in the giveaway. Winners will be announced the first week of February. And remember, Season 3, Episode 1 premieres on February 1st with bassist extraordinaire Carol Kay. Freaking pumped. <laughs> Can't wait to hear that two-parter. Yeah. yeah. All right, friends. This has been Quick Hits. My name is Katie. My name is Aaron. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.